I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Lord been good to us, yeah, yeah. Now we riding on the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. Good morning, Red. Good morning, uh, passengers. <laughs> we are midweek. Boatsmen. Boatsmen, boatsmen. Well, good morning, guys. It's a Wednesday morning, as always. We are glad that you are here this morning and that you are our listeners uh, out there. Uh, we thank you for joining us today. Yeah, we're here on the podcast, Builder of All Things. We are uh, in episode five, right? Oh, six? I just know Man, we're in chapter morning. two. We're in chapter two, though, for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, if you guys are on the video, you can see that there is something on the table <laughs> for you listeners out there. Oh, there we, is a big glass. We have a growler from Elite Coffee. Yeah. Uh, they will be featuring on our episode three, Coffee and Carpentry. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I brought it here this morning so I could have some wake up juice. <laughs> yes. And thank you for uh, uh, graciously pouring me a. Uh, this is called the King. The King. The King. Lee Coffee yep. serves the King. So. I'm going to taste it real quick. Oh, I like mine sweet. Oh, yeah. man. This is sweet. This I like it, sweet. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's the- <laughs> I've already drank two cups and I shouldn't have. <laughs> this king about to go to sleep. <laughs> when you start drinking too much coffee, you get the opposite effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, Ali'i Coffee, uh, great story, great owner. You'll see and learn more when you watch uh, Coffee and Carpentry. But uh it was so awesome. You could buy a growler. They fill it up. You could take it home. Mm-hmm. You could bring this back and you actually get a discount on the coffee. Ah. Uh, constantly, can fill it, constantly can fill this up. So really cool idea. Just being able to take home the coffee in a bigger container. It's a cold yeah. brew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's already ready to go, ready to drink, like ready that. to sweeten milk. Yep. And, oh, man, it's so good. So, yep. yep. It just uh, shout out to him. We are stoked to James. be. Uh, yeah, shout yeah, out to James, James. James, the owner and uh, Elite Coffee. They have three locations. They have Chinatown. They mm-hmm. have uh, one in Ward and they have one in Waikiki. So yeah, check yeah. them out. They're growing. Woo! They're growing quick. So good. Yeah. Waking us up. Waking us up. Any yeah. other coffee companies out there that want to wake us up for a podcast, <laughs> reach out. Know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll put your coffee right here. <laughs> put a bag of it. We'll give you a sponsorship. Yep, yep. We just want something to wake up. So uh, look out for us. We'll look out for you. Yep. Yes. Episode three, guys. Um, it- Coffee and carpentry. Coming, yeah, coming, it's man. Coming it's, soon. It's, it's coming soon. This is a fun one. I we're don't want to give, no, yeah. give any spoilers. But, uh, we're just stoked for this one. Well, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm super this stoked. Is be pumped. This well, is let's be start the stream, Richie. First stream. Sweet. And the theme is going to be money. <laughs> money. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> good money. Mm-hmm. Good money. <laughs> First stream. What is your advice to beginning trade workers and their hard earned money? Advice, yeah. advice. Sorry, yeah. what is their advice? Yeah. So, what is my advice to trade workers and their hard work money or beginning trade workers? Begin, yeah, beginning trade workers. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning trade workers and what's my advice with their money? Um, gosh, I think it would be really what's hard about trade workers is, um, mm. you know, there's a lot of things. Number one is you're probably going to be all over the place. Um, no matter if you're working on the mainland or in the island, you're never, mm. your location is not usually gotcha. the That's same, what you mean by all over. same place. So yeah, location wise, you're going to probably be on one side of the island or the other. If you're in the mainland, you might sometimes have a 45 minute drive or you might have a 10 minute drive. Yeah. It's not like 
most people probably have some that stationary place and yeah, now some yeah. just work at home so mm-hmm. a little bit different of an animal um you know so i think my advice with a new uh beginning trades worker whether mm-hmm. you're a labor or you're a, a carpenter or a drywall installer or yep. electrician whatever it is mm-hmm. you're about to jump into this and it, it is a big deal about your money and what you do with it so um, my biggest advice and just knowing from experience you got to mm-hmm. start prioritizing mm-hmm. like big time uh, yeah. certain things there's a, a scripture that comes to mind is proverbs 24:27 uh put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready after then you could build your house Mm -hmm. so to me that's a really good scripture just to let you know you know you have to uh in order to okay so you can't just if i'm a farmer okay right i can't just oh i'm gonna build my house and then no crops are coming in to build the house that's really what the scripture is saying is like make sure you take care of what you need to take care of Mm -hmm. um so you have some kind of income or flow coming in so you can take care of so you can start building the stuff you know, in your personal life or in your, your home or with your family or uh, whatever you want to do. It's like you have to take care of that income first. It's like that saying, if you want to make 400 bucks for the week, you better spend 40 on gas. Mm. <laughs> That's like a saying, right? Okay. You got to make sure you get to work to get the four. Right, right, right. Gotcha, it's kind of gotcha. like what it's saying. It's like <laughs> spend 40 to get 400. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the saying, spend 40 to get 400. If you're not getting to work, you're not getting the income. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so my advice to beginning trade workers is like, what are your priorities in the trade? I would say uh-huh. there are a few, uh, phone, Phone, phone. Phone bill. Make sure that thing is paid. Huh. If you're not taking care of your phone bill, how you know who to call, where you're going, what to grab, yeah, how yeah. you're going to look up your schedule. If you have no communication source, how do you even know where you're going? These are the small things that are just, you know. So important. Important, yeah. Very important. Yeah. Like if you don't, if your phone's not working, you may not know where you're going the next day. Like right. I'm always preaching that to our field guys. Like, yeah. make sure your phone's good. That's mm-hmm. part of like a, a requirement. Yeah, technology, <laughs> you know? man. Uh, the second one is make sure, like, this is like the order. Number one, you need to know where you're going. Mm. And how do you do that? You need a phone. So you got to make sure you have some kind of communication source, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, number two, you got to make sure you wake up in the morning. Oh. Buy an alarm or yeah. use your phone as an alarm. Whatever the case right, is, right. you got to make sure you wake up. So yeah. uh, if you got to invest me, I remember my phones back in the day really couldn't do it. So I had to invest in an alarm, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, that thing's always plugged in. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. You know, <laughs> I would say just invest in a $10 alarm from Walmart. Just have that thing set. I bought know? one from Amazon, Richie. That's uh-huh. uh, that truckers use. It's a small black thing with like two um, like I don't know if it's copper, but it's super loud. I'll bring it in one day. <laughs> but truckers use it because they fall asleep in, you yeah, know, in the truck and they have to wake up. You have to so wake this up. Like super so loud. if you got to invest yeah. some money in some invest type in. of way of waking yeah. up, I don't know if you want to do the old Back to the Future, the movie, you know, at the beginning when they got this whole scientific, uh, no, Dr. Lord. Brown put together the, you know, the um, the whole, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Technological. Te- yeah, uh, what do you call it? Like, fancy. Uh, remember that game Mousetrap? Masha, no. Oh, it's like you put together this long, uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, I'm tangenting. This has nothing to do with anything. Let's just move on. But yeah, alarms. Whatever yeah, yeah. I'll wake gotta, up. Yeah. What I, where I was going was like create something to pour water on your face at 6 a.m. Right. <laughs> you right. know, but um, 
um, whatever it is, you got to wake up. Wake up. You got to wake yeah. up. If you got to invest in that, the number, uh, the third one would be a vehicle. Make sure you have a vehicle mm-hmm. to get to work. I mean, it's it's an investment, but it's yeah. something that's very important. And and the the next one is gas. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you have your gas, man. Like, <laughs> um, like I know a lot of guys, you know, that they miss work because you know they didn't. You know, uh, make sure they planned well for the gas for the week because maybe they drove more, you know, during that week. Um, And the last one is tools, you know, make sure you invest in tools. So to summarize all this for my tradesmen or my rookies or the guys just starting out apprentice, if you want to survive this trade world, you got to plan. You got to take care of the field before you build your house, like the Mm. scripture says. So you got to already understand if you're making 400 a week or a thousand or 500 a week or six, whatever it is. Okay. Say whatever that that actual end of the Friday and you get that money in your pocket, that's not all your money. I mean, yeah. that's like common like budgeting. I mean, it should, talk, it should be, yeah, yeah. But but you I'm just telling you this um ahead of time. Like you gotta consider sixty to hundred bucks a week for gas, whatever it is, mm. what kind of vehicle. You just gotta that has to be automatically if you think you're making five hundred, you're not. You're making four hundred. <laughs> Yeah, or even less, you have yeah. to think like that. A hundred <laughs> of that has to be for gas every week. Mm-hmm. And if you don't spend it like me, my goal is I never let my gas tank go under half. Oh. That's my reserve, you know, especially during apprenticeship. Wow. So when yeah. it starts hitting half, I, I hit panic mode. Mm. So then I fill up half, but it's only small amounts and I do it two times a week, you mm. know, but I already have that money set aside. That's my gas money. Yeah, yeah It is yeah. what it is. But if there's any kind of situation came up and I had to spend my gas money for emergency, right. that's building your house before taking care of the field. Mm. You got to understand, like a lot of people think that there's an emergency above your gas money. But if you spend your gas money and you can't get to work, mm-hmm. then you're not getting, you might not get. So like if you miss one day, you might miss 200 bucks. Sure. It's not yeah. worth it. Yeah, like you yeah. got to really put that that priority level on your gas like yeah. way up here and your phone like if you miss any work it's like people don't register in the apprentice like if you miss one day yeah it's like a lot like you're you really put a dent in your life yeah financially they, especially if you live in check paycheck by paycheck like your number one thing is take care of work work needs to be whatever that income is mm. i mean wherever it is you gotta that has to be number one then you could build your house yeah. then you could feed your family don't yeah like if you're sitting there about to starve and you gotta feed your family and you gotta spend mm-hmm. your gas money man you guys better get some noodles and that gas is more important than the like i'm really saying like you could lose a week of work would you yeah. rather feed today and then lose a food for seven days mm-hmm. <laughs> or try to work it out for one day and yeah. save your don't go out to eat if you can't eat so you know mm. um Basically, I'm not trying to give everybody advice in life. I mean, you can do what you want with your money, but sure. yeah, yeah. if I have an opportunity to give advice to apprentice, would be uh, prioritize work first, and then you can take care of your house. And that's yeah. like what the scripture says: is take care of the field so you have an income yeah. to take care of everything else. So definitely budget your phone bill, your gas. I think gas the is the biggest one. The yeah. necessities to make yeah. sure you can get to work, and then when you get to work, work hard. I mean, yeah. getting there is like that's what all this is. <clears throat> mm. Your phone, your uh, alarm, your vehicle, yeah. and gas. That's mm. all that talk is just to get you to work. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you get to work, that's a whole different right, topic. Right. But um, my advice to them and in, in money and what to do with their money is uh, make sure you can get to work. Yeah. Those <laughs> things that you just uh, mentioned, Richie, it's super small things, but it's it can. The, the potential to cripple you is so big because if you don't wake up, 
you lose what an hour let's just say you lose an hour like getting to work or whatever because mm-hmm. you got to get ready and whatever right but in that within that hour maybe you guys were planning to get like the pouring done or something so uh sensitive or uh you know a big big part of the build right that's one thing with the the gas if you're not if you're not there mm-hmm. and there's a specific job that needed to be done and you needed to be there man that's a small thing but cripples you so much yeah and the tool for me to give is like really count figure out how many uh miles per gallon your vehicle is Mm -hmm. and then figure worst case scenario how far would you actually drive for your company if it's it's 35 miles do the math and then look at what gas cost if it's four dollars a gallon and you're driving 12 you know miles per gallon and Mm -hmm. then you have to drive 36 miles you know you got three three gallons you got to take care of just to get there times four that's right that's twelve dollars just to get to work and then twelve dollars to get home that's twenty four dollars all this math rich is like (laughs) sorry (laughs) but but you but that's a smart thing to do and then budget your week on your Mm -hmm. gas um you know you just that's not your money. That's your money to get to work. Yeah. And then, Priority. Yeah, yeah. Priority. So you, got, you can't look at $400. Mm-hmm. People see money in their pocket. It burns. Yeah. You got to yeah. get over that. You got to know that, you know, I mean, that's just like budgeting your money one-on-one. It's, yeah. Just because yeah. you got cash in your pocket, it's not all yours. Yeah. I mean, when you get more money, you start to, it kind of shifts your priority, like without mm-hmm. knowing. But like, like I, you said, yeah, I remember, I remember getting super excited if I got 200 bucks, you know, yeah. like, what can what, I do? With 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah. But but now, you know, growing, you know, as a trade, as an apprentice and going, yeah. I just, it's not not your money. For me, it was more healthy as mm. the worker and having a partner and a wife. I'd give her all the money. I mm. love doing that because it's all bill money anyway. So I don't even want it in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yep. But then, you have, but if it is in your pocket, you got to steward it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I hear you. Right on. Awesome. Prioritize your uh, money, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stream two, faith stream. What is the key to serve? Oh wait, uh, business. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. business. What is the key to surviving projects financially? Ooh, surviving. That already has a tone in it. Surviving you're in, in well, deep water almost. So. Well, I think yeah. When I hear that question, I think uh, uh, surviving a project. I think every project you're trying to survive it. Right. Um, you're. You're bidding. It's rare you bid something. I mean, you're especially if you're honestly bidding. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're basing your construction bid or whatever it is on pro- hopefully honest cost, and you're not like you know charging fifty grand for something that costs ten grand. You know, so. Um, but I think a big thing for uh, construction companies is I'm um, trying not to uh, sink their boat on Mm. one project right so Mm. trying to survive i think my biggest advice is just understanding your cost right Mm. so i know a lot of uh, contractors and the way they bid it's uh especially get bigger projects they're not really understanding their cost they look at a project Mm. and they you know especially like a two-month three-month project i know like this is my advice. Don't do this. Oh, I have four guys and four there, okay. you know, for three months. I want to make sure they're covered, you know, so yeah. whatever that cost is. And uh, then try to figure out your materials. Yeah. And then whatever your markup is. And then you charge and say, yeah, for this three-month project, my cost is 65 grand or whatever it is. Okay. But that's not that's not a typical way to do it because mm. um, you're either going to have a high reward or really uh, – a big loss. 
So because you're not really understanding the cost, mm. you're just basing it on past performance yeah. and then trying to figure out if they can meet that performance over a long period of time. That stuff, that method might work for like a week of work. Or something you're doing that's really mm. small and right, and, right, and you can uh, understand the short lived, yeah, very yeah. short lived. But when you're looking at a six month, yeah, nine month, twelve month, a design build type, a year and a half type project, <laughs> yeah. you can't mess around with. Um, how many guys? <laughs> like, right, right. I mean, that's just like uh, that's just crazy. So, understanding your costs um, would be my advice. Uh, Measure your data. If you have guys that <laughs> if they cost $55 an hour or $50 an hour and they're working yep. eight hours a day, that's $400 for mm-hmm. the day, right? So yeah. um, whatever they're doing that day, start measuring them. Like yeah. understanding what your guys can do uh, and perform based off quantities and, and quantify it. So um, sorry, man. We're talking money, so we got to talk math. We got to talk money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. You got to talk math. So. <clears throat> If your guy is installing drywall, I mean, measure. If you have, if you have a hundred sheets of drywall, you got to install, and you have three guys, you know, four hundred, four hundred, four hundred. Mm. That's twelve hundred dollars a mm. day. Now, if your guys take five days, yep. I mean, that's six thousand mm. dollars. So, if you take a, a hundred boards and six thousand dollars, you know how much you are per board. You're sixty dollars mm. per board, right? So now you know how to charge per board. Yeah. <laughs> so now you can measure a house and how many. You know, drywall boards do I need? And then you know, based on performance, you know, what you should charge. So now um, imagine if you do that over a year, every project you're measuring your data. Sometimes it'll do good. Sometimes it'll do bad. Yeah. And you figure out your sweet spot. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, a like on our worst day, Mm -hmm. I think. This is a comfortable place to bid. You start yeah. understanding. So understanding your cost, I would definitely quantify everything What based on mm-hmm. measure your data, get yeah. your linear footage, square footage, yeah. uh, what what you charge, figure out what, where your place is. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, that's what I would charge. Here's a scripture, Luke 14, 28 to 30. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost? Yo, that's a good one. Whether he has enough to complete it. <laughs> Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who sees it begin mock him, saying, This man began to build and wasn't able to finish it. We just had a subcontractor, I think. I, I don't know if uh, he just disappeared on us. Mm. Like we're in the middle of, uh, you know, um, we gave him his 50% down payment to get his part started. He got it started, and then he asked for some more money because he was in a position. But to me, it's like this scripture right near here. Not that I'm mocking him, but I could see he didn't uh, he didn't count his cost because mm. now he's in a place where you know he's kind of hurting, yeah. and he's asking for some more money. To us, that's a red flag when you're asking for money when when it's money's not due. Obviously, <clears throat> we're in a position where we have to help him, and we do. And now we're at the last. This was last week, Friday. He disappears, not answering his phone. I think he just, not that he wanted to scam or rob us, but he didn't count his costs. He didn't mm. understand his costs. He didn't figure in the material. He might have been using old data on his on his lumber and started first time touching cabinets in a while and or, yeah. uh, touching lumber and then realized, hey. Uh, <laughs> you got to update those log numbers. Yeah. Man. So yeah. I don't know the whole history of what's going on, but he disappeared. And to me, mm. the red flags are showing that he might not have uh, understand his cost. And now, you know. That's a really good one. Yeah, he, now he disappeared. One, so, um, 
big advice to contractors, understand your costs. Mm-hmm. Number two, don't rob Peter to pay Tom. You're going to put yourself in a bad position. So that saying means in the contractor world, you're going to get a lot of down payments. Yeah. So I believe when people do this, especially smaller companies, mm-hmm. they because we are treated like banks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we got to put... That's why we ask for money up front because right. we're not banks. We, right. we, if you're going to, you want us to build your house, we're not going to build 50% of it and then ask for money. Yeah. No, yeah, you, yeah. you have to put money on up front. That's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But that money as a contractor, there's a few things that, that we do. Here's another scripture I want to share. Pay people in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proverbs 3.27. Do not withhold goods from those to whom it is due when it's mm-hmm. your power to act. So <laughs> subs, we make sure when we get 50%, they're getting 50%. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever down payment we're getting, they're getting. The family eats. The family eats. When mm-hmm. it's time to buy materials, we get 50%. We're buying materials. Don't mm-hmm. play any games with people's money because mm-hmm. they are investing in you. It's your job to pay. Yeah. You know, yeah. so when we get 50%, none of that's for us. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's to pay your subs. That's to pay employees. That's to pay mm-hmm. our overheads. That's Keep to pay our materials. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. um, our biggest rule of thumb in the company is pay as we get paid immediately. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we get a progress payment, 10%, we're looking, who are we paying? That's maybe finished yeah. to that point. We can pay them off. What other materials are we buying at that progress point? So yeah. we're not trying to overinvest, uh-huh. and, but we're making sure what's investing us. It's invested correctly. Mm-hmm. We're paying in order. Right. Yeah, so yeah. that's like another, like my second biggest thing is don't put yourself in a position where you got to rob Peter to pay Tom. So mm-hmm. what that means is you get a down payment, you are scared to pay people because you want to make sure you have money to finish the job. Yeah. All of a sudden, material escalates in yeah. the world, and you realize <clears throat> all that down payment money is gone. So you're going to do mm-hmm. a couple things. You're going to try to start get a get a signature and a uh, another project awarded, so you can get another down payment. And then you got to use that money to finish this job. Right. That's right. what are you doing? You're robbing Peter to pay Tom. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. you got to be careful. Mm. And then when you get into the, the bigger numbers. Bigger mm-hmm. money, you got to really always. Uh, me and Tiffany always just double check our cash flow, making sure see what where we're at as far as uh, you know uh, how much uh, down payments are paid, what we have left. I mean, you always yep. got to measure yourself to see where you're at. Um, but our biggest rule of thumb is, you know, especially being in the faith, is just pay everyone. Mm-hmm. I have a small story where. Um, you know, uh, I was working as a apprentice carpenter in the mainland okay. before I came to Hawaii, and mm-hmm. the last two or three months I wasn't getting paid. But the owner of the company kept telling me, man, they're not paying me. You know, uh, I got to get this last check from this other job and then I'm going to make sure I pay you. But I was so loyal. I just stuck with it. And I kept having to come home to Tiffany and tell her. Yeah, I'm not getting paid this Friday. Yeah, we're not but, eating. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, uh, but I'm gonna stick it out because I'm loyal and, yeah. you know, I gotta help him finish this so I can get that money. So after mm-hmm. I started investing in him as an owner, you know, I started like getting stuck and trapped because I don't yeah. wanna leave because then I might not get paid. So I'm trying to show loyalty right, right. so he can make sure to show loyalty back. And then it came to the day, two, two or three months not getting paid. Me and Tiffany, flew to Hawaii to mm. live, to leave forever. Yeah. And he's still in Illinois. And I had to depart ways with no money. <laughs> like it was so bad yeah. that I had to sell everything I have, put it out in the lawn. I did a whole, a whole like garage sale, yard sale, yard sale yeah. to get enough money to buy a ticket just to fly to Hawaii. And then I came to Dang. Hawaii with a book bag and nothing. So it's like, 
you know, ready to start a family. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So that was hard. But thank you, Jesus, that he um, he finally did get paid. Yeah. And I think like three to six months later, he called me and he made a deal. He said he's going to fly the money and give me 50% of the money. And if I he did that, could we call it good? And I said, dude, I'll take anything. Jeez. <laughs> but he flew out here. Yeah. He did. He's a man of his word because of my loyalty. He, he showed yeah. loyalty back and he mm-hmm. paid me 50% of what he owed me. We shook hands. It was all good. So I appreciated him. Doing what he could. Right. I think, you know, looking back now, I'm a business owner Mm -hmm. and contractors out there, you know, like take care of your people, pay in order. You need to be the one. If you're going to be a business owner, you start first. It is what it is. I'm just going to tell you it is what it is. You start first. You pay everybody. You pay your employees. You pay your subs. You pay your materials. You the one that eats the noodles. Why? Because when that reward comes in, that's yours. Right, right. That's your reward. But Mm. when when you're in the risk area, that's also your suffer. (laughs) That's why we like you, Richie. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. You know, you got to take. And so through that experience, Mm. uh, that's why I joined the union. I wanted Mm. to make sure I was taken care of. And I remember my my Mm. foreman told me, because I remember I was working uh, Monday through uh, Friday. Yeah. But I was working like 50 hours a week already on week two. On week two. And then I asked him like, yo, I didn't see my, uh, you know, I'm a new apprentice. Yeah. You know, so you don't talk to the foreman. But I had to drive home or to the airport with him to fly you know, because mm-hmm. we're going, we're working off island. Yeah. So I had to like sit with him to the airport. And yeah. I was just like, hey, you know, I noticed, you know, I'm not getting paid my overtime. You know, like well, how many overtime did we work this week? Mm. He's like, don't worry about it. He said, all that will wash out. Some days I'll let you home early. So I go, no, look, 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 look. <laughs> just came from the mainland and got two or three months taken yeah. from me. And I'm, I came to the union. I just want black and white. If I yeah. work 50, you pay me 50. If right, I work 38, right. you pay me 38. Right. And then he, and he started like screaming at me. Like, yeah. Like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, right, right. You know, and, I, and then I kind of gave him some flat back. Like, yeah, look, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to make a promise with you. I guarantee you, I will be the hardest apprentice worker you've ever met mm. from seven to three 30 or whenever you want to hold me. Right. But you pay me, man. Yeah. Like you're going to pay me, mm. you know, or I don't want to be here. I, I tell my story. And at the end he said, okay, deal. Yeah. And then after six months I was his man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I wanted was fairness. And I'll yeah. give you my all, you know, mm. and that's a good deal. Like, Hey, yeah. I'm not going to shorthand you. I'm going to work my butt off. I just want to get paid what I'm paid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. same retrospect, looking back that story. And now I always want to, you know, honor that. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand coming from that. Not, you mm-hmm. know, I always want to make sure paycheck's there. And if right. we're always looking, if and we've been in places in the first three, four, no, fourth or fifth year, yeah. we're going on year 10 almost. Right. That there yeah. are some days payroll is getting scary. So mm-hmm. if you've had, you don't have the money to pay payroll, we, me and Tiffany have it in our heart. We won't put them to work. So mm. that means there is times like, okay, we have one more Interesting. one more week or two to pay payroll, but if we don't like get paid from these projects, yeah, then we have to we're not putting them to work. I yeah. gotta go to work or something. We gotta figure something out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tiffany yeah. goes to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you don't have money to pay your guys, don't don't play genie and think mm. money's gonna come from the air. You mm. know, like don't don't play Las Vegas with your 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 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like make sure you honor and pay them and make sure you have the money to pay them and try not to rob Peter to pay Tom cuz that's going to come and bite you. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's my advice for it. <laughs> yeah, words of experience, guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, all right, let's head into the third stream. Woo. 
Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, Wednesday morning. <laughs> Third stream, where would you recommend we invest our money? Whoa, investments. So this is uh, pretty broad, but what's your take on that? Investments. I guess that's what mm. everybody's into uh, nowadays. Um is investing scriptural? This is a faith thing. Um, yeah, I like I like him. I mean, that's that's our life, right? Our life's an investment. Um, mm-hmm. uh, scripture I'm going to share is Ecclesiastes eleven one. Cast your bread upon waters, for you will find it after many days. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you throw. I mean, this is my visual. <laughs> throw some bread in, in the that's in the water. It's going to wash away, and then it's going to come back with some more bread. <laughs> I, I I've, maybe there's a cultural thing there that they did before. That they did something with toss, tossing yeah, bread. Yeah, but I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's just like I'm a, somebody's just going to be Richie, what are you doing? I'm throwing some bread in the water, know, man. Wait, wait, think, wait, just wait. Don't come back. Ecclesiastics 11.1, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got a shirt. Ecclesiastics 11.1. Invest. In the- <laughs> Team investment. Team investment. Where would I invest uh, my money? Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, people. Hmm. People. I mean, uh, to me and Tiffany, like I know a lot of people invest in Bitcoin, invest in stuff on Robinhood, and you could play that game. Yep. Um, you know, I've I've tried investing in certain things, and people mm-hmm. look for a return. But I mean, the scripture says in Revelations, everything's going to burn away, and it mm. says the shipmates and ships and everyone abroad in the water is going to watch watch the countries burn to the ground, mm-hmm. and your marketplace is going to be done. Yeah. I look at that like you know. Uh, you never know what's tomorrow, right? right so I right. get it. That you invest and retire and, and, and all that. And please do it. I'm not saying don't yes. do that. Yeah. Um, but the question for me is, where am I going to invest my money? I'm going to invest it in people. So uh, me and Tiffany invest back into the company mm. constantly. So we pay ourselves a, a reasonable wage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on payroll and we live within those means. Yeah. Um, um, any kind of return that comes to the company that goes back into the company. So we're investing mm. back into the people. We want to grow something to employ people, make sure we're in a healthy financial state of the company mm-hmm. to continue to grow. So people are like, Oh, how are you guys the fastest growing company? Well, we don't, we don't spend our money on things. We spend our money right, on right. the company, right? So if there's any kind of profit margin, we're trying to grow. We, we, I mean, you can't just buy vehicles. Like we got a fleet now of vehicles, but you can't right. just buy that. Like some people go in debt. We're not in debt. Like we don't like to go in debt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, we get extra money. We're going to spend it on investing to grow the company, which is eventually uh, investing in people and just people in general. Like, you know, if, uh, you know, God says he gives to a cheerful giver, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, stewardship of the money is so important. And to just give to people in need, man, just yeah. I believe all that will return like the bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, yeah, I don't have any specific secrets to investing. I wish I did. Uh, but I'm more of a investor of people. Uh, mm. taking the money and putting it into people, uh, family. Uh, so yeah, if you have any extra money and you want to plan on your future, I mean, I'm not the right guy because I'm going to tell you that there might not be a future there. <laughs> Spend <laughs> it all now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just, I, I don't look at money as my savior and, you know, as yeah. a place yeah. for, I mean, it is important to save. For you know? sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to save at least three to maybe six months in your life mm-hmm. uh, expenses in case there's hard times. I mean, mm. in, in the time of uh you know joseph uh got a dream in the uh, or interpreted a dream in the bible to give to the pharaoh at the time mm-hmm. you know to uh save your grains and wheat because there'll be a uh, save your harvest while there's a harvest yeah yeah because there'll be a season where it will be a famine and mm-hmm. you'll have that extra so saving is very important investing is very important um but at, at the same time like 
stewardship of the money is multiplying, mm. right? So, you know, if you're giving five bags of cash, yep. you need to go produce five bags of cash, mm-hmm. you know, but most people take, if you have one, the stewardship says he just buried it and try to save it all. Yeah. That's not the whole point of money. The whole point yeah. of money is a tool to use, to uh, multiply, mm. um, to grow and to, uh, uh, you know, be a resource to people in some sort of or some, or some matter. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have no secrets to investing. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just the, the biggest investment we do is back into the company. Mm-hmm. Like we want it to grow. We believe in the company. We believe in what it stands for. We believe in the growth of it and yep. being able to pour back into people. Like our our latest greatest investment was yeah. back into the employees with our benefit program, the one three five ten. You know, just being able if you're here for a year. Benefit package. Yep, if you're here for right. three years, ooh, bigger, more bigger, yeah, benefit yeah. <laughs> package. If you're here for five years, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got it. I think we got one of the best benefit packages mm-hmm. out there. And it's because we're investing back into the people and trusting that. So, mm. And we believe we'll return, right? We're yep. throwing bread at the people. They'll give, you know, bread will come back. Maybe not money, but it may be hard work, loyalty. Right. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, trust. Uh, you know, well, those are the kind of things we want in return. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, super good stuff, money. Richie. A lot of yeah, money, <laughs> money, money. A lot of uh, um the things we went well, a lot of things you talked about was um, Bible driven. I mean, a lot yeah, of, yeah, so, it really was. Yeah, guys, so. I mean, take a look at the Bible. There might be some good uh, <laughs> Man, nuggets. Sol- uh, Solomon um was a son of David, mm-hmm. and uh he just was one of the wisest people on earth with money. And it's just good to read in, uh, his proverbs and certain things. To I mean, there's some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're yeah, just take a peek at it. <laughs> just take, take a peek. Who knows? You know, there might be some, peek, yeah. some useful things for uh, daily life. So <laughs> awesome. Thought, hope, hopefully, I can help. I got no money right now, so yeah. <laughs> I might not be the guy to talk to. Just I'm preparing my yeah, I'm taking care of my field before I build my house. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. I just want to shout out Ali Coffee once again. Oh, so good. Uh, Coffee and Carpentry episode three. It's, it's, it's dropping September ninth or tenth on a something Friday. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's dropping soon. <laughs> but guys, thanks for joining us uh, today on the boat. We'll see you guys Sir. next week. I right. come from a poor family. <laughs>